Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Nevin Hill. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. How's it going, Nevin? Borderline awesome. Thanks, guys. Borderline awesome. Yeah, he says. <laughs> awesome. So so what tell us a little bit about you. Like what are you who are you and what do you do? Oh <laughs> yeah. Who's your father? What does deep he question, do? huh? Who are That's you? like a kindergarten <laughs> cop thing, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, my name is Nevin Hill. I am part of the leadership team, actually, with uh, Metropolitan Real Estate Group. We're a family company. Uh, we've been around for about thirty-five years. But between myself, my brother, and uh, his brother-in-law and his sister-in-law, I just call them my in-laws too. Uh, the four of us run um, the Michigan operation here. We've got about 11 agents, uh, full-time, about 15 total in Michigan, and then a handful in Florida. Awesome. So we're trying to keep up with you, Brad. <laughs> next, next will be in Illinois. Illinois? <laughs> yeah, Illinois. Yeah, Illinois. Yep. yeah, going up to the west. We're just gonna, yeah, that's right. We're just going to track you. Wherever yeah, that you're works. going, we're going. That works. Yeah. yeah it's right. model we're doing, too. <laughs> hey, you're going over there? Okay, yeah. we need to open over there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's, uh, what's Brad up to? What yeah. state's he in today? You let us know where you want to go, and then we'll follow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, there we go. That well, sounds good. Actually, where are you in Florida? At? Uh, we're in the Tampa Bay uh, area. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we're in nice. Tampa. Uh, we had some folks uh, were testing the waters on the uh, east side there of Florida yep. as well. Um, slow grower, but a lot oh, yeah. of action. Tampa actually tracks really well with the Michigan market. Huh. Seems That's like awesome. whatever we're doing here, I and mean, we got a lot of snowbirds that go down south as well. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, For sure. It's always kind of been like that. Tracks very close. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. We uh we got somebody right there in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Just saying. All right. <laughs> You're on the list. Yeah. Awesome. But uh yeah. um okay, so to let's back up a little bit. Let's back up a couple of years. So what what did you want to be when you grew up? Did you like want to be an agent when you grew up or what, what was the plan? Yeah, so I remember if we want to go way back, oh, I remember yeah, the first time I was back. asked that question. It was my dad the day I started kindergarten. He had one of those big old VHS like recorders. My dad was awesome and trying to take as many recordings as possible. Yeah. And he asked me that question. So truth be told, I thought I was destined to be a wizard. That's oh, what I wanted to be when okay. I grew up. <laughs> I How'd wanted that, to have magic powers. <laughs> yeah. So I always thought I was gonna be a wizard growing up. But fast forward, you know, let's go another, I don't know, 12 years down the line or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was thinking I was gonna go into physical therapy. Um, when I was applying to colleges, um, and I think I was following my mom went to school a a little later. She went to Madonna when I was in high school uh, to be a nurse. And I remember sitting on the couch, going over flashcards and digging into the anatomy books and found it super interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I originally thought physical therapy, then I kind of turned it on its head about a year into college. And I said, well, I want to be a nurse. I really wanted to work with people. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, medicine was, was super interesting to me. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of work that goes behind that. There's yeah. a lot of studying yep. that oh, goes yeah. into you know, a lot of uh, you know biochemistry. Mm-hmm. I like this so much. I had I I took it three times, and then by the, the <laughs> third by time, choice, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, business started to look pretty interesting. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I I transferred. I did the uh, OCC thing actually, uh, the community college around here while I was figuring it out. Get the free credits. Yeah. Um. You know, I. I was someone who I'm the oldest of six. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to have my parents pay for half college, but I had to pay for the other half. So while I was figuring it out, 
um, I was at OCC here and then uh, Buddy turned me on to Western. I actually went to Western. Huh. You know, don't let this fool you. you know, I'm a, a big Sparty <laughs> fan, but um, I graduated from Western with a degree finally in um, business administration, but focused on sales and business marketing. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I think Western was only one of three maybe schools that offered that major sales and business marketing. Huh. And I think Harvard was one of them. So when I was going to school, we always like to say, well, it's just us and Harvard. I mean, right. Where else are you gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> and that program has grown a lot, you huh. know, since I graduated back in, God, it was 2005 now. Yeah. Huh. So um, what I ended up doing with that out of college, my first job, my first gig uh, was selling envelopes. So uh, I graduated with a degree in sales and business marketing, which is focused on business to business sales, mm -hmm. worked for a reseller who basically went around and uh, discounted, you remember DHL, DHL yep. shipping service? Yeah. The yellow trucks. So my job was to knock on no joke, probably about a hundred plus doors a day. Wow. I would get out of my car and just start going up and down the street, knocking on doors, yeah. literally getting chased out of places with oh, snow geez. shovels behind me. <laughs> yeah. No solicitation. Scary. That didn't scare me. Well, <laughs> I'm uh, going in. That, last, yeah. <laughs> that lasted all of maybe three months. <laughs> that was a <laughs> tough, tough gig. Yeah. Uh, but that set me up for my first real job, which was uh, selling payroll services. I worked wow. for a company called okay. Paycor. Uh, it was an awesome experience. You know, I was there for just over uh, three years uh, there. That was business to business sales. But that's when I, I think I found my niche, kind of mm -hmm. my calling, which was uh, referral based or relationship based, um, you know, selling. So all my business came from really two sources. It was networking with uh, the CPA community, getting referrals from them and kind of uh, cultivating relationships with CPAs. And then a, a huge partner of mine was uh, Fifth Third Bank. Okay. And uh, I got a ton of business from them. Um, so then I kind of got burnt out and uh, I ended up going into banking, working for one of those referral partners. And then fast forward to where I am today, right? So how do I go from selling envelopes to real estate? Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, the opportunity came, my brother and I had always talked about, um, you know, doing something together, like working with the family. And, uh, he was doing really well at the time he was up there working for corporate at lifetime. And I was doing amazing, you know, doing the banking, uh, gig. We had no business leaving our jobs. Um, but, uh, Steve Lauterbaugh, Brian Hill's my brother, Steve Lauterbaugh's his, uh, brother in law. They came to me with an opportunity to leave our jobs and, and start, a new business. Um, yeah. and we did it. We jumped in, you know, it's, it's kind of like you, you just sometimes have to jump yeah. and have yeah. a little bit of faith, maybe yeah. a plan, you know, you see your landing zone, <laughs> maybe you pack your parachute. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so we actually, uh, started a company where, uh, we were doing claim services, uh, insurance, uh, mm -hmm. for, uh, automotive companies. And within a month, starting from zero from scratch, really not knowing what we're doing. Yeah. Um, we brought on, we were about to bring on, uh, this is where it gets interesting. We were about to bring on some very major players uh, to the auto insurance industry. When we sat down and realized, and this is where we could have used some more planning, maybe we can't make money doing this. Oh. So while we were, were doing that, we actually started doing some real estate just for a supplemental income. Okay. Uh, Kelly Lauterbaugh, uh, she's the CEO of Metropolitan Real Estate Group. She had really ramped up our company. Um, about two years before we got involved and she was killing it mm -hmm. um, with some great referral relationships she was able to build. 
um, with uh, Rocket Homes, for example, or a rocket company. And if you, if you know Quicken or, or Rocket yep. Mortgage, that's those folks. Yeah. So we were able to do that. Um, we had kind of a safety net where we're doing real estate on the side. And we realized we can put in much more time and effort into doing real estate and make a lot more money. Hmm. So we had a conversation and we dissolved the company and we've been in real estate uh, for the last, uh, going on six years, my brother, myself, and uh, Steve coming over with Kelly. And we've been able hmm. to grow it from about a 25, you know, million dollar a year, you know, company to, uh, I think we're pushing 80. We're going to, we're going to break a hundred. That's the goal this nice. year. We're going to break our hundred uh, this year. That's awesome. So it's been a, it's been a ride. Yeah. yeah. When That's you awesome. first started in real estate and you were kind of getting out of uh, more so the other line of the business where you, did you, was like a smooth transition, like temper, like, like a slow ride into real estate or was it just like cut yeah. and dry? Like, no, we're just going to go full in. Like we got this, so we're just going to do it here. Here's, here's what I, I love about, you know, uh, what, what Kelly did for us when we got in into real estate. Is, yeah. Um, she did not paint a rosy picture and we saw her, you know, for the last two years grinding it, you mm-hmm. know, it takes a lot of hours, a lot of time and effort. Right. You know, if you're going to get into real estate and you want to make something, if you want to make this a career, a full-time gig, you got to go all in. Right. Um, it's really hard to ease into it. We have some part-timers that'll pick up some, uh, leads and, you know, they'll close some business from, from time to time. But, you know, if you want to be at, at least let's call it, you know, 5 million, three to 5 million, you know, a year to start in your first year or two, which most of our agents who start with us are around three to 5 million first year. That's a full-time job, mm-hmm. especially in this market right now, you're working twice as hard oh, yeah. to sell yeah. just as much. Uh, we're seeing record sales, but it's a, it's a lot of work right now. Yeah. Um, so we, we went all in, you know, and this is what we, ate and slept and, you know, we were breathing just real estate, you know, uh, I I don't know that if you're just going to put your toe and just dip it in, I don't know that that's a great idea. Uh, you know, the other thing we had behind us was support. Um, you know, I I watched a couple of your podcasts. There's a couple guys that I follow that, you know, I think a lot of like Eric Wright and Paul Wolfer, I know Mm -hmm. you had them on and I, I was listening to Eric and he was right. And one of the things he was saying that I found very quickly was, you know, a lot of these models, they'll, they'll promise the world, whether it's big tech or training or you name it, you know, there's some big companies out there that uh, do really well as like a sales organization. Maybe not as great in support though. And it's, yep. it's been unfortunately kind of like a turn and burn, mm-hmm. you know, they'll bring you in, get what they can out of your family and friends and just hope that you figure it out. You know, I'm not kidding when I've had agents that have just started, I'm working with maybe on the listing side, they're the buyer and they're asking me how to put together a purchase agreement. Like mm-hmm. I, and it just boggles my mind. Uh, you know, their broker's not available to help them. So I had the support. Um, we have a, a great referral relationships where I was able to hit the ground running. You know, I did a little over 5 million my first year. And that was from taking everything from an $80,000 lead, you know, as many of those as I possibly yep. could just on volume. And then slowly working my way up. Mm -hmm. Um, So support and going full time, that's what I think uh, got me excited about real estate and really kept kept me hungry. Um, It wasn't just a carrot, you know, dangled in front of me. Yeah. I actually was given (laughs) some some help to succeed, which is huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What's one piece of advice that you got when you first started out in real estate that has kind of stuck with you throughout? (laughs) Uh, just, uh, 
be prepared not to sleep. Okay. Was, uh, <laughs> was the first. So, and you know, I've gotten better, you know, some people would call that maybe bad advice too, where you need to have a, a, a work-life balance, but I think yeah. it was honest advice. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I feel like, uh, I'm certainly not as, as cool as a surgeon or a, a doctor. I don't know. Maybe I am. Um, but I feel like I'm on call. So mm -hmm. especially right now, I mean, we got to be ready to, to rock and roll. If you get a home that hits the market right now, it's expected. You got to go out and see it same day if possible. Yeah. You might not even be able to get to see it. So I think when I got the advice, you know, I mean, all kidding aside, I mean, prepare, prepared not, not to sleep. I think the, the point was be prepared to put in that work, you know, the reps yeah. that, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's not just about huge paychecks, which uh, a lot of people will try to entice you with to get into real estate. I mean, you can make some good money, but I don't think people really take the time to educate you on what goes behind getting that, that check. You know, the highs are high, the lows can be low. I just, I, you have to find a way to just be level, level headed. So that, that helped prepare me. I had no um, rose colored glasses going into it because I knew how much effort goes into watching, you know, my sister-in-law Kelly do what she did for so yeah. long. So that was super helpful advice. Yeah. Having a mentor or just someone to watch and learn from. Right. It makes yeah. a huge difference. Yeah. hundred percent. Agree. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, awesome. what kind of uh, would would you give that same advice to somebody that uh, just starting out, or what would you uh, tell them? Yeah, I do, and you know when uh, we're interviewing uh, new agents to bring on board, uh, you know we we have to watch ourselves because we don't. I know that they're coming in, you know, excited. We want them to be excited, and we want them to be excited to work with us, um, but we also want them to have a reality check and let them know what those first few months are going to look and feel like, and yeah. what's your plan B like for income. And be prepared that it's going to take some time. By the time you get a lead and you work that lead to where you're getting to closing, you're probably a few months, few months out. Um, you know, say goodbye to your nights and weekends. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's our prime time right mm -hmm. now. So are you ready yep. for that? Um, so yeah, I give that advice out regularly so that when our agents, you know, come on board with us, this isn't a surprise. Um, and I think some people do get hit in the face with it and they're they're surprised how much work. They actually do have to put into it. Yeah. Now that, that being said though, we've got a support team. So I can call up any one of my agents. They'll, they'll call me up too. You know, we've got essentially 11 agents that are full-time that would in a heartbeat, if they're available, show a home for me. Plus we have showing agents on call. Um, we're mostly buyer heavy. So what we've tried to do is build out technology and really focus on resources to give our agents an opportunity not to get burnt out by giving them yeah. some air support. Yeah. So you're, our agents aren't alone. And I, I think working as a team, that's super, super, super important. Make sure you got people as a mentor or as a team, people that have got, got your back. Uh, just so I can take a break too. Yeah. It was just once or twice a year. Yep. It's hard to turn off what we do, but I can literally take a week off if I wanted to. Well, the hard part is just getting in my own head, getting over myself and yeah. saying, yeah, I can take a week. Yep. My clients will be okay. <laughs> yep. Um, yep, for sure. So I, I think that's uh, been super helpful as well to have that team. And we make sure that our agents understand how that works for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. tell us a little about what, what your guys' plan is for the future. What do you guys got? Uh, um, kind of some big plans you got. Yeah. Growth uh, for sure. You know, we just onboarded uh, another two agents uh, we're, we're very lucky where we've got some great working referral relationships. And frankly, 
we'll grow as fast as we can get bodies in qualified bodies uh, to handle those referral relationships. We don't hire, we're not a turn and burn. We, we hire very slow, very purposefully. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not interested in just, you know, hiring somebody for the quarter and maybe we close one or two deals from them. We're not, I don't think at this point interested in really hiring 100 agents uh, yeah. to manage under us. You know, if we can get to that sweet spot of probably about 20, not, don't get me wrong. I mean, Oh, yeah. We'll grow. We'll, we'll get over there. That's our plan. Yeah. But I think we'll we'll grow wherever our referral relationships take us. Um, and that might be out of state too. You know, we've got an opportunity where we're looking at expanding Florida. Uh, I think you mentioned Arizona when we were not recording just yep. yet. You know, that's <laughs> that's on our, our market. You know, some of the Carolinas are doing really well right now too. So we uh west side, you know, west side of the state. I mean, we should be out there. That's something we're looking at. I think you just, the, the challenge is figuring out where you drop your pin yep. next. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's probably never a great time to grow and to extend yourself. You just got to go. shaking his head. <laughs> you just <laughs> yeah, got to go. You just, you just got to go. I mean, I'm watching you on Facebook uh, trying to keep up with where in the world is Brad right now. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of respect for that. It's, it's not easy, no, you know, cause no. you can, you can make the decision, right. To be comfortable. Yep. I mean, I think you could tell me you're probably comfortable before yep. expanding. That's when you got to grow. So yep. we're comfortable and we're not happy just with the status quo. So I think our, our next big expansion would probably be, um, you know, my, my partners will kill me cause we haven't <laughs> Decide, but probably like the west side of the state, yeah, to yeah, stay for sure. local, and then we got to go out of state. Yep. Yeah, that's where it's at. Yep, that's awesome. Well, good for you guys. That's yeah. awesome. Um, nice. So let's let's talk about. Um, let's say you could start all over today, and <laughs> you had nothing but a thousand dollars in your pocket, but you had all your knowledge, and you were on mm-hmm. your own. What yeah. would you do? I would start by making sure that. I had a good CRM system that I coached myself to use habitually. That's something that I didn't do very well um, in the beginning. Uh, the CRM, the customer relationship management software, you know, that's what keeps track of all your clients. I'm a big fan of tech too. So I built a lot of like, uh, if you're familiar with Zapier and some other automation softwares out there just to make our lives easier with communication going out to clients and partners. Um, but we, we never really had a great, CRM system. Um, it's something that I just started using more myself. And the reason why I would invest in a great CRM system is the lost opportunity. You know, I've got, you know, in any year I'll close close to, you know, about 40, you know, homes, that's 40 clients a year times six. I mean, those are clients that I know I'm not doing a great job touching as, as much as I probably should. Um, and it's amazing, you know, as soon as I got all my clients in my system and put them on an automated drip just to stay front of mind, you know, I had three clients call me in the first week of using the CRM, whether it's a family or friend member like that they wanted to refer or they're ready to move themselves, right. uh, stay organized. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm horrible. So I think a lot of good real estate agents are also great salespeople and salespeople just by their nature are horrible with organization a lot of the time. Um, but if you can master that, you'll do pretty well. And I, you know, you, you gotta, as an agent realize, you know, those, those are earned opportunities. Like if you think back about the work it took to get that client from uh, talking to you to close, that was, that was a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they like you, 
more than likely. Yeah. I, mean, I would hope. <laughs> You'd hope so, so right? <laughs> right. Those are your, those are your fans. Um, but a CRM system would have helped me earlier on mm-hmm. with that and to stay organized and, and focused on cultivating uh, my sphere. Yeah. Yeah. Really. That's awesome. That's what we're talking about. I have a question yeah. with your, um, like your marketing and stuff. I know from your past experiences, your past jobs, you've had a lot of experience with like just going door to door and trying out different methods of marketing. What's your favorite now? My favorite now is really taking advantage of like pay-per-click or not knocking on doors. I think, yeah, yeah, I'll get out there and knock on doors, Uh, but it's not time well spent unless it's targeted, like hyper-focused. You know, there's some great technology that'll help somebody identify. I should probably knock on these 10 doors within this neighborhood that are most likely to be someone that needs me or would talk to me instead of knocking on, you know, 150 of those homes in that neighborhood. Um, so I'm a big fan of technology and leveraging that. But, um, aside from that, you know, we all know what happened with Facebook. I mean, I think every agent has been talking about that as soon as they buttoned up some of that, that privacy stuff. We can't target people as as closely as we could. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there are, there are, services out there that are, are starting to pick up some some traction yep. that um will do it for you and they can do it for you uh within yep. compliance so i'm a big fan of still you know using this company that we use right now to advertise and target um listings that we get probably about 10 leads a day from uh, awesome. through facebook um now it's, it's helping bring those people to the the surface but pretty yeah. pretty still like a five percent, you know, maybe conversation conversion yeah. know, from a lead For to a sure, conversation. Yeah. Um pay-per-click is huge though. Yeah, it is. Um I'm finding a lot of people who take the time to do, you know, what they're doing on Google. First of all, they took the time to log on, then they clicked on you. They have some intent there. Yep. Uh those are better opportunities. So yeah, I'm a big fan of levering technology and and yeah. not uh, wearing holes in my shoes these oh, days. Yeah. You know, let, let it let it do the walking for me. Yeah, yep. right. For sure. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, perfect. Are there any good business books that you have read over the years that have kind of um, not so much shaped how you do things, but that you would like recommend a new real estate agent reading? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to screw up the title, but uh, Simon Sinek, have you ever heard of him? You know, uh, he's he's the one who asked the question of like, why do you do what you're doing? Okay. Um, it's like his point was in this, this whole book, and I'm going to oversimplify it. He deserves so much more. <laughs> he's, he, <laughs> he knows a lot, uh, but he's, he's like a major consultant to a lot of big uh, companies, uh, especially fortune 500. And his, his point was making sure you understand why you do what you do. Okay. Not just the what, like everybody understands what they do. Like I sell homes. Yeah. Yep. Why, why am I doing it? And for me and for my client, you know, am I doing it just to make money? Is that enough? Really? Probably, probably not, especially with the, the, the time and effort uh, that we have to put in yeah. to the business that we're in. But understanding why I do what I do to the point that it affects my client. I, my background, I took a long time getting there earlier, sorry, but have, wanting to go into medicine to help people. Yeah. I still get that. Okay. It's very altruistic, right? So I get, I get pleasure in helping somebody make one of the biggest purchase decisions of their life. Um, and I kind of a junkie for that feeling. I think a lot of us are yeah. in this uh, industry. We, it's very we like rewarding. To be, yeah. You know, to earn the right to be a trusted advisor to somebody. Yep. That's pretty cool. 
Um, so, and that's why I do what I do is to be able to use my banking experience and to help walk a buyer through the process so that they're set up for success, especially with how competitive it is right now. So I'm going to slaughter the title, but I think uh, anybody who picks up that, that book by Simon Sinek, um, it's the why. If you, if you Google Simon Sinek and why, it'll, it'll pop right up. But okay. that's, uh, it's got some good nuggets in there. Awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And then for like agent specific stuff, yeah. um, there's uh podcasts are always good. Right. So I don't know, maybe window stills. I mean, what you guys are doing. Oh yeah. Probably oh, we're going good, for it. Right. <laughs> let's get, it. let's get to a hundred subscribers by the end of the week. And then yep, YouTube, yep. there we go. Um, <laughs> we've got, uh, Toby Salgado. He's out on the, uh, West coast. If you Google his name, he's had a podcast for years and he talks to agents all over uh, the country and he'll take you through the ins and outs of marketing for agents, the pitfalls, uh, the successes people are having. Um, it's a really cool, candid discussion that, mm-hmm. I mean, while we have some windshield time is what I call it, driving oh, yeah. around all over. That's a good one. You know, check out Toby Salgado. Uh, he's an industry leader. Uh, he's done really well. That's awesome. Is, um, is there anything else you want to share with everyone before we go? No, you guys, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to come on. Hopefully, I don't know. Maybe I've accidentally said something noteworthy. Okay, we'll take it. <laughs> There's it's a whole good. bunch of good stuff in there. Oh, yeah. You did good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. um, thanks for coming on, telling your story. Hey, you bet, guys. Till next time. Hello? Hello? Are Hello? you there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.